Hello. Well, hello there. Yeah, was you asleep, bro? No, I was making food. Oh, I got you. What was you making? I was warming up the stuffed peppers that I had. Oh, I thought you were going to say, you know, that cake cuisine. Ha <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Hey, what's up? Oh, oh, hey, what's up, Chops? I mean, I know you didn't just wake up. What's going on? <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I knew y'all. I knew that was going to happen, bro. That's okay. I mean, this is like an informal episode anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I, bro, you you trying to you trying so hard? You trying to like I'm, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up. I am up. I am very up. You brush your teeth yet? Why are we asking questions? <laughs> <laughs> you got that stinky breath. No, I'm playing. Oh, Adam over there making pepperoni rolls. You know what I'm saying no stuffed peppers. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> completely off. Completely off. Man. I heard pep and I'm like, oh, pepperoni? <laughs> no. You ever had a stuffed pepper, man? They're good. Um, oh, my God. Maybe like the wrong ones. Um, I don't think I had any good ones. Uh, stuffed pepper with like cream cheese and wrapped with bacon. See, I, I think I've had, I think I've had one. It's just, that is not what I have. They're, <laughs> so they're like hamburger and rice and tomatoes and stuff that's stuffed inside a pepper, and then cheese on top. It sounds like diarrhea waiting to happen. <laughs> you <know> what? <laughs> it sounds like diarrhea waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> mm, well, at the moment, I'm currently eating some mashed potatoes with some. Turkey bacon with some cheese in it. I don't know, bro. I just need to eat something. I had, I had My ninja, bit. when are you not eating? <laughs> <laughs> During your stream to eating. <laughs> bro, when I, when I don't have food, bro, man. <laughs> all right, so, all right, before we, like, just start, you know, because we're just, like, talking, but <clears throat> for, for, um, for the listeners coming in, yo, welcome back. Well, first of all, welcome back, Adam. Welcome back, Chobs. Man, stop yawning, bro, or get out. No, I'm playing. <laughs> I'm just playing with you. No, but uh, welcome, everyone, uh, back to the podcast. So there's going to be a lot of changes going on. So first of all, this is an, an informal episode. This is, like, no real structure because, you know, um, got a lot going on. But we kind of <laughs> wanted to – wow. Wanted... <laughs> no. I Anyways, wanted, I wanted to. No, that's good. I just wanted to uh, record an episode before I guess the big DLC. Uh, the uh, what's it called again? Beyond Light. <gasps> oh my God! What? I had a brain fart. <laughs> Beyond Light. There you go. Thank you. I just had. I just had a brain fart. Um. Yeah. Before that's the second brain fart. Bro, why do you? Why do you expect <laughs> perfection, bro? Because <laughs> it's Wayne. Oh. Okay, yeah, no pressure. All right, anyway. Because it's Wayne 01193. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. No, I'm just, I'm just busting your ball, bro. So, look, so this is, so we actually, um, this is going to be, blah, blah, blah. I think last time, I don't know if, I think I wanted to make a video about this. Um, uh-huh. I don't think I actually got around to it, like actually getting the video out there. Uh-huh. I think I possibly uh, did like a little, 
a, a podcast, like it's not even a podcast, but I recorded myself on Anchor, I think talking about the changes coming up and what I wanted to do and why I haven't been, uh, you know, um, uh, doing the podcast for so long. Um, but so it is here. So <clears throat> consider this, I guess you could say the the arrival of, uh, you know, it's like season two. This is a new episode. It's no longer called the Orbs for Days podcast. It's called Last Hope Radio. So welcome to Last Hope Radio, everybody. Uh, like I said, this is still a podcast where we talk about destiny, you know, news and entertainment. It's just that it was time for a change. We got a new logo design, you know, new title, but it's still going to be the same content. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, this is your final warning. Well, <laughs> you know what? You keep playing with me. I'm going to have you. I'm gonna have you record that. <laughs> I said, for those of y'all that don't know, Chaz did me a favor and she basically like did some voiceovers with me. Like it was just like for spoilers, I think for Destiny 2 beta. And uh, like I was I was, you know, just making gameplay, but I just told her I, you know, I record some uh some lines for me and that was one of them. Warning, you have been warned. <laughs> so funny though. But uh yeah. So I'm super excited about it. Uh, before before we get into it, I actually did want to, uh, I guess, explain this real quick. Why, like, I took a little hiatus, I guess, from podcasting and from Destiny. It's real short. Basically, I thought the game was boring. I took the game a little bit too seriously. My expectations were too high. Um, I was playing, well, you know, with some toxic people every once in a while. Or I just didn't like the energy that I had. I just didn't like the... I, well, I was going to say, I just didn't like the energy uh, that was coming from people when I was playing with him and then it affected me and then it made me dislike the game even more. And then I just got more negative and cynical and I hated myself, you know, uh, and I, and then plus on top of it, looking forward, I didn't even look forward to the podcast anymore. Cause number one, I wasn't playing it. I wasn't excited because I wasn't even preparing uh, notes for it because I, w- I wasn't playing it. So I didn't care. So a lot of things just, you know, I just found myself just recording just for a second recording and it just wasn't fun. I didn't have a lot of fun. I wasn't playing the game, so there's no point in me even recording a podcast about a game that I'm not even playing or even really enjoying or even investing in in any means. So that's basically it. I wanted to take a huge hiatus and I wanted to do like a revamp and a relook. And uh, this is something like going forward. I, you know, I'm trying to take more serious and more professional aspect. So I want to make sure that, you know, the name makes sense. You know, the logo, all these things like I, I put out into it. So um i'm definitely back into destiny now like i want i think well i guess officially on tuesday uh when beyond light hits uh november 10th oh, yes. yes 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 yeah i'm i'm super excited honestly like i have just new look on a game like honestly just, just what, what i said before it's like now the opposite now so like my expectations are low not saying i'm expecting the game to be bad i know that i know destiny is a good game it's just that you know they may not meet the expectations that i have or whatever and I mean, look, if I'm playing with people that are negative or toxic, I just don't play with them no more. So it's not that big of a deal. So that explains why you don't play with me anymore. <laughs> Get the heck. PC? Hello? <laughs> are you, are you, are you and I both know you probably may throw up because of the, oh. because of the frame rate drop. Trying to oh. <laughs> he gave me the clap. You and me both know. <laughs> 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 I was gonna say I remember I think I was I was with Adam actually I was playing with Adam playing uh Black Ops Zombies I think well Black, it don't really matter but I think it was it was uh, Zombies I think Black Ops Four I little did I know I wasn't really paying attention but that, I think that game has like sixty frames mm-hmm. uh, and I was playing it and then I, we we played it for so long 
when we switched over to Destiny, I, f- I thought my game was lagging. <laughs> For real. I said, what's going on? It's just like my eyes didn't adjust to the 30 frames. It took a hot minute. It took a couple of games. But um, I don't know. Uh, I just wanted to, you know, uh, put that out there. But we, y'all, this is we, we could talk about Beyond Light, what to expect, obviously. But uh, if y'all want to talk about, you know, like what y'all been up to or what y'all excited about, whatever you want to talk about, Adam Chobs, you, who you want to go first? Well, I moved back to my hometown, Corpus Christi, and I left my job behind. I <laughs> took a major pay cut. <laughs> <laughs> major pay cut i was making uh good money before and now i'm not it's okay huh where were you before what city uh i used to be in waco texas and i used to work for dillard's and i was the visual merchandising manager uh back over there i used to rent two stores and uh i used to make about 18 to 20 dollars an hour and now I work at Sam's Club. <laughs> hey, man. No problem with that. I work at uh, Yeah, but I make $11 an hour now. But there is a management position that I am shooting for. So we shall see how that goes. Yeah, I'm sure you'll make it there quick. I mean, knowing your work ethic and how you are, you know, talking to you. I mean, I think right. you'll definitely make it there. Plus, I think from what you told me, most people or well, mainly all of them like you. So. Mm-hmm. I think I'm funny. I don't know. <laughs> you're very bubbly. You got, you know, I mean, you are funny though. Some guy was like, "You're not from here, are you?" And I was like, uh, "No, I'm like from Mexico, you yeah. know." And he was like, "I knew it because you're so different." I was like, "What do you mean?" He was like, "Because you're just like so positive and so high energy, and people hear you talk to them, they're all depressed and sad and negative." And I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" So let's not, let's not, let's not start with that. <laughs> he goes, see he was you're different i was like yeah i was told i was uh mythical and he looked he's like yeah exactly i was like yeah i'm a fucking unicorn <laughs> <laughs> why did i think i was gonna come bro <laughs> <laughs> but um it's definitely like noticeable like the difference between me and the other you know the ladies that work there Oh, and um, crazy. I don't know. They're they're just like they have this resting bitch face syndrome, and I'm like smiling, like da, 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 da. you know, like <laughs> they. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. They just mad, bro. Like they just that, like big time. Wow. I don't know. Okay. And then, and then of course, if I catch them like on their phone, because now I fold clothing for a living for the meantime so they're not folding because they're texting I'm like excuse me can we use our hands the right way you know like folding and not texting oh they give me the ugly look but i don't care Wait, is that what you say or is that what they say to you no that's what oh, i tell no. them why would they tell me that i'm not a muffle well, <laughs> video video <laughs> look, chat me chat with me <laughs> on the video not at work. Oh, that one tap. No, that was like wait, dude. That was like what was it? Midnight? Almost midnight. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I don't be getting out of there till like four in the morning. Dang, bro. Oh my gosh. That's why I'll be sleeping in now, like like well, big time. Say, don't you like go to work like like three p.m. And not necessarily. What? Well, but, 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 
I mean, last time they made me go in at six. Okay, so question. So I guess my question is, do you ever have to actually go and work? I go work in the morning though. Okay, hey, there I'm you not... go. So I, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> that's that's when you become manager. You there all day, sleeping bag and everything. <laughs> hey, ladies, I'm here. <laughs> so, I mean, is that what happened? What did you say? <laughs> I didn't even understand what you said. I just like heard something. Ah, don't I, worry I, about you know it. I heard. I said I heard. Bleh, bleh, like that's all I heard. <laughs> like, hey, guys, I'm here. And what about you, Adam? What's going on with you? Ever since you know the hiatus of the podcast, anything new going on with you? I've been chilling. Uh, I started streaming this week. Oh, excuse me. I didn't mean to burp. I'm ooh, so sorry. Ooh. That just came out. Mashed potatoes and bacon. Go ahead. Bacon. You started streaming? Yeah. Yay! I have to go give you a follow. Yeah, I forgot yeah, about so. that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean, it's I mean, nothing major, but uh, I've been, been trying to get better at the game last night. Oh, we almost went flawless. We went 6-0 and and then lost two in a row. We lost our mercy in our other one. Hmm. And that was that would have been a complete non carry. I think the best person on the team was a point like nine seven, and then there was like a point eight five, and then I was like a point eight nine or something. So we were all like under one point zero, and we almost made it. Like we got it, we got six and zero, and then lost two. We got we played some some sweaty boys. Dude, that's pretty cool. On Hunger Mountaintop. Uh, there's a lot of mountaintops. There were a lot of non-hunters. Um, several arbalists and bastions. Harlight still a thing? What? Harlight is still a thing? I didn't even know that. Uh, I mean, it is. I mean, it's still 600. No, yeah. but um, arbalists, not hardlight. Oh, sorry. I thought it was my fault. I didn't hear you. All right. That's what's up. Well, first of all, congratulations on the streaming, first of all, because when I saw that, like, I think I was just, like, just tripping. I'm like, well, he ain't on Mixer because Mixer shut down. But I was like, yeah, no, I think that's really exciting. I just wasn't expecting expecting you of all people to actually start streaming anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, I mean, anything else new going on with you besides streaming and failing at trials? Mm-hmm. It still feels like it's like summer here and it's like November. Mm-hmm. That is true. Yeah. It was like 70 yesterday and it's like 70 today. I think I love it. So, I mean, I'm an auntie. <laughs> I just became an auntie okay. yesterday. Congratulations, <laughs> yes, he he is a big fat boy. He's beautiful. Ooh, what's his What's his name? <sighs> his name is Sefer Leonidas. Oh, this is Sparta, huh? You never heard any of those jokes. What was the name? The first name? <laughs> Sefer with a Z, Zephyr? with a Z, right? Uh huh. Yes, oh, correct. I got it. Sefer, uh huh. Sefer Leonidas. Mm. Which I really like it because I was going to name my child Leonidas, Maximilius Leonidas. But then, <laughs> <laughs> is that the exact reaction I got? I was like, it's a strong fucking name. And then he, he was like, Michaela, you cannot name your child that because then when he learns to write, he's going to struggle. <laughs> That's the concern? They <laughs> <laughs> can struggle with writing their own names if they're learning to write their names. You said. I mean, well, I mean, it's four a... letters. <laughs> I, know. I, spell Adam. 
Oh, wrong! <laughs> Maximilius? Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a long name. Yeah. <laughs> just, just say it. Yeah, you know I know. He's gonna say? My name is Max. He ain't gonna say, Maximilius. No, <laughs> Max! Your name is Max! That's what he's gonna say, dude. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But she she gave him the name Leonidas. Not only because she likes the name, but I'm a Leo. A, I, and... I don't really keep up with that stuff, so what's a Leo? Uh, it's supposedly my horoscope no, no, I know sign. What it is, but I don't know what like the personality type of a Leo is. Apparently, I don't know. Um, hello, have you met me? I mean, yeah, <laughs> but I, I don't. All right, anyway, <laughs> do you really want to know? Just... Okay. Mm. Well, well, we're gonna make a transition over to talking about Destiny because mm-hmm. this is a Destiny podcast. But uh, you're going to hear a word from our sponsor, Anchor. And uh, we'll be right back, guys. See you in a minute. Mm. Welcome back, Adam. Ugh, excuse me. Welcome. Yeah. You ain't going to do that little cringy... Um, what's, what's that What's that dude from Star Wars? Hello there. Uh, Obi-Wan. <laughs> <laughs> He's not cringy. Ewan McGregor is awesome. <clears throat> Hello I mean, there. I ain't going to lie. When I, was, when I was growing up, bro, he was like my favorite... Favorite character of the Star Wars series. I mean, I freaking loved him, man. And then also, what's that one? Uh, I, I, Who? We were talking about like Star Wars characters, so like for like two seconds. What's Obi Wan Kenobi? You know Obi-Wan that, Kenobi. that that meme. You know, the hello that when he like <laughs> General General Kenobi. I mean, not Kenobi. General, uh, what's his name? Grievous. Yeah. Did I get his? Thank you. Yeah, that was like my favorite fight scene in that movie. First of all, I thought that was dope. Anyway, all right. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back, Kayla. Uh, Welcome back to Last Hope Radio. It feels good to actually say that. It's like smoother on the tongue. But yeah, we're going to talk about, um, you know, uh, what we're expecting and Beyond Light. Me personally, I know since this is an informal, so that's a perfect excuse, informal episode. Um, I did a little bit of research, but not enough, not like anything deeper substantial for real. I just saw the Vidoc, uh, I think two days ago. And um, I mean, it got me really excited um, about what's, you know, what's to come. I mean, first of all, I know... I had, I mean, we already knew that, uh, what's his name? Uh, um, how did I figure his name already? The dude that came back from the dead. Um, Aldrin, thank you. Marisoft's sister. I mean, a brother. Uh, Aldrin. <laughs> yeah, he came back. And uh, I'm actually really excited about that. Uh, I know you could talk about, I know you, you know, you sent me the video on exotics, Kayla. So I'm really cool. To, I'm really excited I to know. talk about that. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you can talk about, you can talk about Alex Chapman and what I like or whatever, but. I know Adam. We had some good. Dis- we had actually a pretty good discussion. Uh, I think like yesterday on what to. I guess we talked about what to expect in the future in terms of like you know uh, how the podcast and structure and all that you know blah blah blah. But we actually had a, like a little uh, good discussion on you know just PvP and you know our rants and me and Adam. We actually kind of agree on like a lot of stuff when it comes to PvP and stuff like that. Uh, so it was a pretty good conversation. So Adam, you can carry. You know, we I'll chime in or whatever, but you can kind of carry that conversation in terms of what you know what you want to talk about on that side but uh i'll be real short and brief i think for me so when i saw the vidoc i was excited about olja coming back the reason why i say that is because i'm excited about like how the story is going to pan out right and i think if we're guardians of the quote-unquote light well number one it makes you question i guess you could say uh well i mean i guess you could say light but at the same time when you think about it i mean aldrin he was just i think he he had really pure intentions if you think about it like that because he loved his sister so much to the point where he'll do anything to get her back. You know what I mean? And maybe the Traveler saw that as like 
something noble like as a, as a redeeming quality to bring him back. And I'll, I think to this day, we still don't even know why Guardians are chosen, I think. <laughs> and, um, and I guess I'm really excited because, I mean, this can actually start a civil war, which, I mean, I ain't going to lie. I know it ain't going to happen. Let's be real. But, I mean, I think it'd be really cool because we know Zavala most likely will just try to defend Aldrin and try to have, be the voice of reason. And uh, uh, Ikora, she probably just want to blast him with a Nova bomb you know, because, you know, as soon as she found out Kate died, she was ready to go on a witch hunt. And um, I'm just very curious, you know, how that's going to play out. But that's pretty much all I got to say. One of my viewers said that Saval is going to take a bullet. Oh, yeah. He's going to die. That's what I, yeah, you did say that like months ago. Yeah. I mean, I, I know Adam's <laughs> happy about that one, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm ready for that Guardian. new dude to die. <laughs> you got to do it. Guardian. <laughs> oh, I'm I eating mashed potatoes. I can't. Guardian. Oh. <laughs> Guardian. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, I'm really excited though about the exotic weapons. I saw some of those. I know there's like at least ten that I saw. Um, I'm really excited for a few of them. Uh, uh but you know, Kayla, you can just start talking about what you're excited for. I'll chime in, I guess. But go, go for it. <clears throat> okay, so they are a couple of new exotics that are coming out okay um so for example we have this one exotic okay so weapon wise we are getting the no time to explain okay um we all knew that this gun was gonna come back you know uh but we did not know that it was going to spawn its own version of arg buddies so sometimes uh, <clears throat> when you shoot an extra bullet at an enemy uh, it's going to shoot like in another timeline like it's going to create its own portal mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it but I saw this in action in that one video that I sent you and I was like Ooh! like this is really cool okay so I'm really excited for that one mm-hmm now, there was also um, uh, sorry. The, 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 there was a sniper. Oh, you're talking about the cloud, cloud strike. Strike strike, yeah. Uh, so the sniper rifle, the rapid precision shots will summon a thunderstorm, kind of like, like the Thunderlord. You remember that machine gun? Of course. Yes. So yeah. that's going to be really interesting. I'm actually, you know what I was thinking about? Sorry to interrupt you. Um, I was actually mm-hmm. just thinking about that's good for bosses. I definitely thought about th- Thunder, uh, uh, what'd you call it? <laughs> Thunderlord? <laughs> <laughs> My brain hurt. No, but uh, yeah, it, it made me think of, that's definitely a good boss weapon. I think it's an overall good weapon, but we'll see how powerful the lightning strikes are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. And then we have the Lament. Okay, it's there. It's a freaking chainsaw sword, bruh. It, uh, when I heard this, you know what I thought of? Freaking Gears. Gears of War, because you know how they have the chainsaw on that. Well, how can you not think about Gears of War? <laughs> <laughs> so you block the rev, uh, you block to wrap the blade, and then it will shred like through the shields of like enemies and stuff. So that's gonna be kind of interesting. Do you think so? Then- oh, so my fault. I, I was just gonna say like I we saw, I saw the video where it, it uh, people are gonna probably use that against champions. So I think that's really cool because uh, I know champions get a shield. I, th- I think mm-hmm. yeah, and then do you do, but do you think it's gonna like kill hobgoblins that like have that you know that that 
You know what I'm talking about? When they, they, yeah, when they, when you shoot them and then they like bend over and they have like that thing or they basically like shield themselves. It's not like an actual like bubble shield like the champions have. But yeah, I was just curious if you could still hurt them. I don't know. Mm, we're gonna find All out. Right. We're gonna put that fucker to the test. <laughs> <laughs> and then <clears throat> we have the salvation script okay uh this is going to be a heavy sort of grenade launcher that shoots out giant i don't know crystals and freezes enemies um so i don't know we're gonna see what that how that one goes okay but did you see some of the exotic freaking armors that's coming out i think i have like two of them that i'm super stoked for but you go ahead so we have the Icefall Mantles, okay? Uh, replaces barricades um, with overshield. So. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited! Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. I don't know. I was waiting on you to talk about that. Go ahead. No, but I don't. I, I'm actually excited about this. Um, you know, I know that Titans have like the worst class kill sometimes, but uh, especially in PVE. But uh, this one, I don't know. Sounds like it could be amazing. <laughs> yeah, so one of the best in PVP, both, though. And both in PVE and PVP, my dude, I cannot wait. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. I'm excited. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and, and then they're 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 of course they're they're Titan gloves. So we'll see how that one goes. What? The mask. Huh? Oh, no, no, my fault. I was gonna say aesthetically though, it looks good too. I, I, was, I like how it looks. But go ahead, my fault. I keep. It looks really cool. Yeah, it looks really cool. And then we have the master of the Bacris. Bacris. I probably didn't even say that right. It's a hunter helmet, and I think it's funny because on that video they said that it look it almost resemble uh, the face of Darth Vader when his helmet is broken and you see his face. And then you see the mouthing, the mouth breathing piece that he's using. It kind of looks like that is the best way I can describe it. Uh, but I know that a lot of people were crying about not having their blank. And so this is one of the ways that they can achieve blank back. Uh, it's called uh, shift and uh, it costs your dodge. So if you either want to blink in or you want to dodge, you're going to have to choose. Mm. But this is going to be interesting in PvP. I could already, ugh, I can already see because hunters are like really jumpy as it is naturally. <laughs> <laughs> Athrus's embrace is another hunter exotic. These are going to be gloves, and what it will do is it will enhance the weighted knife. Uh, and in the trailer um, that we saw, is gonna it actually showed it bouncing off the walls for a kill. Mm. So, I mean, that's, yeah. I can definitely see, like, a lot of clutch plays. I mean, like, I think when it comes I mean, to any... on how much the aim assist is. Right. I was going <laughs> to say, it definitely does depend. I mean, is there... I mean, is there because is there... there's no way you're going to be able to actually aim, like, bouncing off two or three different walls, hitting someone. <laughs> yeah, there's there's definitely going to be, a, like, a lot of uh, yeah, aim assist. Why did I... Why did I envision like her like just bouncing off walls? <laughs> I mean, does, does well, that too. like a Titan shield where you're just gonna throw it in a general direction, it's gonna like auto track someone like around a corner. That's what I'm thinking the same thing, too, right? And I'm like, that's gonna be so stupid. Oh, sweetie, you are such a mess, but kill me. <laughs> I was like, who are you talking to? Oh, forgot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also have uh, Don. 
Chorus. Chorus, I think it's how you say it. It's a warlock helmet. And this one looks kind of interesting. Um, so what it does is going to improve burns and daybreak damage. Um uh, I'm just curious to see how much this uh damage is going to be. It's gonna be a whole lot of PvP. I don't know, it looks pretty wild. It looks it looks I don't know, it's pretty interesting looking. But you said it you said improves PvE capabilities. So you said improves PvE capabilities with higher damage. Well it improves both, but I can't imagine someone's using that in PvP. Right. Okay. Alright. We'll see. Okay. This one. The next one. This one gloves or whatever. Yes. 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 <laughs> <Necromatic>. <laughs> The Necromatic Grimst is a Warlock glove, okay? So what pretty much happens is when you, like, melee, it spritz poison. So it's like a thorn at your fingertips. Literally. Literally. I cannot wait to try this out. Spreads. Yeah, like I saw it. it, it, I saw it. Yeah, I saw, like, the Vidoc. When I saw the Vidoc, I saw it in action where uh, basically it poisons. I, I think it was, like, a group of Thrall coming their way. He hit him, it did poison, and it did like a green shockwave. And not only it went through once, but I think it went like back and forth through the, like the thrall and just obliterated like 20 thrall as they're like, you know, racing <clears throat> towards the warlock. I thought that was really cool. Okay. And then the last one, which I am excited about. Okay. okay. The precious scars. This is a Titan helmet. So. Revive creates a shield aura, so this is pretty much like the trials of Osiris Exotic. I'm thinking, you know, for Titans, um, because it's going to be used a lot. I mean, we are talking about, uh, you know, it's going to create an aura. Like, I don't know how to. Okay, so I guess the best way you can explain it is like you remember how the Taken kind of give an aura, and then they're like, it looked like they're shielded you know like and then you can't shoot it until you shoot the one behind it that's protecting mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. it it's something like that so it, it creates a shielding aura and this is going to be really interesting oh. in pvp i think that's really cool uh-huh. i'm just thinking of, I, I, I think these are really cool I, I think my favorite so far honestly that i'm excited for uh armor wise is the ice mantle titan gauntlets and the um the uh, uh neck uh necrotic grip warlock gauntlets those are the two i'm excited for mm-hmm. But then the really cool thing too that I was like uh, listening to is that the Europa, it's like a, they call it a moon, okay? And apparently we're going to be spending I mean, a lot Europa of time there. But the, 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 but the cool thing about it, thank you for confirming that. Uh, <laughs> but the really cool thing about it is that there's going to be like weather changes and stuff to where our site is going to be affected. So we're going to have to be looking for, like, thermal scopes. Oh, yeah, I did see that. I'm really excited about that. That's so cool. I, I saw that. I did, like, I, I think in, when I was watching a Vidoc or the trailer you sent me, one of the two, I did, I, I did uh-huh. happen to see that. Uh, yeah, because, like I said, the weather patterns could be so... Like that much you want another one? Are you talking to me? What? No. Oh. Allison loves Reese's. Oh, okay. Can I have Reese's, too? Okay, I guess not. <laughs> he's just he's just ignoring me. He don't give a fart. Um, no, uh, no. I, I thought it was really cool. Um, I mean, I, I think I think they're gonna probably have this kind of scope uh, on like all kind of like guns, like snipers, grenade line, anything that has like a, a you know, I guess a scope on it or some kind of reticle, like with something you could look through. So I think that'd be kind of cool. Um, 
Yeah, no, I'm excited about that. Uh, I think my favorite so far. What about what's your favorite weapon so far, Chops? Like that you're looking forward to? I don't know. I really, 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 really want that pulse rifle. No time to explain. Yeah, no time to explain. I'm curious about this portal. No, you know, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. So I, I did see it. Like obviously, you know, I did see how it, you know, shoots or works or whatever. Um, I wasn't wild. Like I wasn't like blown away. Like whoo, let's. But I was, uh, I was, I, you know what I thought of? I, I immediately thought, like you said, an arc soul. But the cool thing is you can actually have an arc soul along with this portal buddy, you know, if you get your shots right. And um, you can just kind of like have, you know, depending upon the damage, because that's what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking, I guess I'm thinking about PVE, not necessarily PVP. I think PVP, I'm sure it'll, it'll work well. I'm, I'm sure it'll be pretty fun and probably annoying to go against, but uh, I mean, I'm just thinking about like PVE and like how excited I'm going to be because I only get excited about a weapon, uh, weapons perks if I can see like you know good damage coming from it. But I mean, I don't know. We'll see because the uh, the original No Time to Explain was very passive and it wasn't that exciting. But I do, I do, I do appreciate the fact that I guess this is having like a futuristic. Uh, uh, you know, um, what's the word? Intrinsic perk, and you can kind of just see, like, oh, well, if you if you get precision shots or whatever, you know, you're rewarded with, uh, you know, uh, you know, energy shooting at you from another dimension that's being created from the gun or whatever. So I think that's also really cool. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm excited for the um the cloud strike sniper rifle. Uh, the sword, the sword second. I can definitely see myself using a sword a lot, like during like nightfalls or something like that. Because golly, the champions are annoying as heck, yo. But um, yeah, no, the cloud strike sniper rifle got me super excited. I I, I don't know. I mean, like, uh, do you guys remember? So, we, did they say if that's going to be a heavy or a special? Mm, I don't think so. I would assume that it's going to be heavy because that's where they have been placing swords. I know what I'm saying, but no, no, for the sniper. Uh, it, it might, it's oh. probably going to be a special. I don't, I don't see it. I don't like. I'm actually, I'm on a. a... So, I mean, there's Whisper and Darcy are uh, heavy, but then you know Borealis and Izanagi's are not. I mean, I think it's. I hope, it's hopefully, it's safe to assume that it's that's in a special slot. I hope so. I hope so. Uh, I don't know. I think it might be. A heavy. I, I, I know. I, I hope not, though. I mean, like, I mean, like, I think. Well, Adam can kind of touch on this a little further, but like, I I, I really want Bungie to take the quote unquote um, uh, Borderlands approach in terms of craziness on the PVE side, and I like I just you know I, I like don't get me wrong like when there's the, the only reason why I complain uh, or I would even say most people because I haven't told Adam when he was when he's talking about his complaints on certain guns and weapons his complaints. We're stemming from just PvP experience for the most part in terms of like, oh, well, this is this is bull crap. Da, 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 da. I'm like, I, I don't want to have to complain about an awesome exotic or cool weapon or cool whatever because, I, you know, it's it's not balanced in PvE. Like, I, I, I mean, PvP. I just want to enjoy the gun for what it is. And I don't want them, I don't want Bungie just catering the entire game for PvP players. This is a hybrid game. So like, and, and like Adam said before, like I know we talked about it before. Actually, you know, you could just you could just talk about it, Adam. You know, like you, go ahead. You could just talk about it. You're basically talking about how um uh, uh Bungie can swap uh, can like make the difference between PVE and PvP, like the experiences in terms of like you know uh, the sandbox and stuff like that. 
Yeah, well, I mean, again, I, I really do think, you know, they had the ability. So they always talk about how they're, like, buffing stuff and nerfing stuff. And when they do, they in general, they do it across the board. Like, every now and then, they specify that they're going to, you know, do it for PvE or PvP. But I think they need to do more of that because I think autos should be a decent weapon in PvE. Um, in PvP right now, their range is absolutely ridiculous. And they're time to kill. Like, they are laser beams at range. Um, so it is a problem in PvP. I mean, obviously, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are like, it's not a problem, man, just use an auto. And, okay, sure. But then literally everyone's just running around the match using autos, and it is extremely annoying. Like, it's just boring. It, it, yeah, it's just not fun when everyone – and it's not even just autos. Like, it's pretty much like a summoner annoying hunger in the energy slot and a Suros in the kinetic slot. Like, those are the three auto rifles you pretty much see. Like, sure, every now and then you know, someone uses a different one if they don't have those or whatever, but... It's okay, sweetie. So can... <laughs> um, but, but, yeah, it just gets really annoying when you want to try to use other weapons and... The problem is, it's like, if you're really, really good, you can. Like, I know there are, uh, you know, some of the top tier guys are using hand cannons. Got it. You know, they are good. But for an average player that's not, you know, already in the top, you know, 0.1% of players, uh, it is really difficult to go up against someone using an auto when you're using, like, a hand cannon. Again, unless you're absolutely positive, you can hit every freaking shot. Uh, you're going to lose every single time because the autos, you don't have 50 bullets. You just hold down that trigger. And even if you miss a couple, you know, uh, know, you're going to win that battle again, unless they're, you're, you're already really, really good with a hand cannon Mm -hmm. and you are hitting every single shot. I'm just at the point now where I just don't even care about the meta anymore. Like I just, you know, whatever it is, it is what it is. That's how I feel. Play or whatever. Me too. Like, I don't care. I, I've been using my sunshot a lot in quick play or rat King. Um, but when you're trying to play you competitive, you know, like survival or trials and, you know, I mean, sure, I want to have fun in those two. I don't only care about winning, but winning is, you know, the reason why you play those like, you know, it's, uh, you know, to get to the lighthouse or whatever or legend. It is really difficult when everyone's using, you know, mountaintop autos and it's just like, yeah, like, I, I, you know, again, it, it makes it where I can't experiment and use other weapons and then some people are like well experiment and quick play okay cool but it's very different dynamic in quick play versus in trials um even if you're in elimination and so it's just i don't know it's just interesting where it's just like i don't understand why people you know are so against it like i, I really don't like autos being you know and i hated the auto meta back in D, early d uh, to like Uriel's gift. Oh my gosh, bro! Yeah, trash. Four like fifties. Like, and I don't understand why they didn't learn from that. That everyone, or I guess you know, most people hated that meta back then, and so why they made another auto rifle meta. I don't know, bro. People hate all metas. What you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and then again, we've had this talk before on how you know I do think that they need to make it where the time to kill. Um, is similar for most weapons like with uh, you know um and and the weapons need balancing you know again i have no problem <laughs> with auto rifle being a quick time to kill 
but their range and stability needs to be nerfed. Like they should not be able to map you and like outshoot pulse rifles across a map. Yeah, well, no, forget pulses. Why? Why use? There's no reason to use a scout in PvP. Well, yeah. <laughs> you'd be surprised. The one I've seen a lot is the stupid Mida. Yeah. Well, but again, that's a very unique scout because it has third eye. It has you know really high reload, really you know high aim assist. Um, yeah, high rate of fire. Like so, that's a very unique scout. I need to that's use like that scout again. Like being used. My fault, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just want to use that scout again. But no, like it's just the and part of the reason scouts aren't used is because most of the PvP maps that they use for like the competitive modes are not suited for scouts. They're too close range yeah. because they want you to like fight. And uh and then in sixes, you know, there's no way in hell, like you know, most of those maps aren't even close to scout rifle range with sixes. You know, maybe a couple, you know, like Widow's Court maybe. And there's like a couple others, but you know, by and large, like there's just so many people that it's like you know, scouts aren't really, aren't really usable. They bring the touch of malice back, and anything is possible. Um, <laughs> but but no, like, I just don't understand why they, you know, again, like I don't want autos to be useless. I don't want them to nerf into the ground, and so then no one ever uses an auto again. But I want an auto to be used in an auto range. Like it, again, it should not outshoot pulses and scouts at range. And it should not be a laser beam with map across. <laughs> like that is my issue with these weapons is that, well, and I also just, the issue is for some reason, high rate of fire weapons have the biggest magazines and also the quickest reload. That does not make sense to me. Like it really doesn't because you can shoot and then you also reload the quickest. So you just spam it. <laughs> but you said, Fuck you. <laughs> well, but if you think about it, all the like the high impact scouts, pulses, or you know hand cannons, they're all low magazines compared to the others, and they're all very very slow reloads. Like some of those high impact hand cannons, holy Jesus! Like unless you're a hunter with a dodge, like, <laughs> like a day to reload. The Duke, man, it took a whole year to reload, bro. <laughs> Like, so the problem is you have to be positive you are going to hit every single one of your shots because you miss and you have to reload. You're fucked. Like, you just are. I was going to say, bro. Oh, my fault. Go ahead. So players, and again, unless they're, like, already god tier, are going to go for the uh, lower risk weapons and higher reward weapons where, guess what? You know, I can just spam this higher rate of fire weapon, and even if I miss, I got more bullets and then even if I run out of bullets, I reload really quick, so then I can do it again. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say. I mean, I think it makes sense, even from a PVE perspective. Like that, the Duke. There's almost like no reason to use that Duke in any kind of activity ever. Like it's it's a it's it's a heavy hitting gun. Okay, fine. Um, the it, it's you know, but high end activity is a heavy hitting gun. You're like maybe like a really low end like thrall you might one tap, but it's still gonna take you know multiple shots to like kill like a you know. Anything powerful. I was gonna say any red bar that's not a thrall <laughs> or a drag. I mean, I don't so, know. So yeah, like I said, like there's now we'll see what happens when they make it a 120 versus a 110. Um, and all the 150s are gonna be going down to 140s. But I don't know. Like it's just it's just really odd to me on what like why the high rate of fire weapons and all of them, not just like hand cannons or whatever. But all the high rate of fire weapons have 
the highest aim assist, the like lowest recoil, and then you know like the like maximum TTK. Like it's just I don't know. I'm just, I'm just I'm just annoyed. I guess personally because uh uh well not not really annoyed, but I just don't. Anytime I log on to Destiny, I don't want to have to think about it as more of a PvP game. I'm not saying when you when I log on, I don't. You know, there's nothing wrong with just like you know. I want, there's nothing wrong with wanting just to play PvP or whatever. I'm not necessarily saying that. I'm just saying, I, like I like I said before, I really want Bungie because I know they have the ability to actually make the difference in in terms of experience between PVE and PvP. I I I, I want the craziness and the chaoticness and the you know powerfulness. You know what I mean? Uh, being in PVE and have a lot of fun because I actually enjoy that kind of stuff. I don't want to neglect it. Well- but again, if you look at it, they have put very little effort into maintaining PVE stuff recently. Yeah, no kidding. You know, they're still at power level 750. Like, when was the last time we were 750? Like, several seasons ago? Yeah, I don't... Uh, yeah, that, I just... Uh, like I said, I know we talked about it yesterday, so I, I do understand, you know, like, there's a lot going on with COVID and everything like that. You know, I... You know, it really is... I don't think it has anything to do with COVID. I think it literally has everything to do with the fact that People, I mean, in general, you know, play, you know, campaign and play a little bit of PvE, but what brings players back is PvP. This is why Call of mm-hmm. Duty, like, some of the Call of That's- Duties don't even have campaigns anymore. <laughs> it's literally just like a PvP That is game. true. <laughs> you know, most of their player base coming back for PvP, which is why when PvP sucks, players leave. Yeah, that, that is true. So it's, I mean, that's See? why they focus on it is because that's what brings, and that's what brings the streamers, like streamers and stuff in. I mean, how many people watch streamers just play strike after strike? Raid. Well, raid and maybe <laughs> though. Like the first time raid or whatever, if they're doing something special, cool. But like, do people really watch people playing strikes or story missions? Probably not. Oh, that's just because yeah, they watch people playing trials or competitive. Well, well, because of that's because you know there's more of a chance that dynamic play and unpredictability there. Even though, but like, I just that's what I'm saying. But they can change that a little, and it's like that's still Bungie's like decision though to make PvP more appealing. Granted, by default, when you play PvP in any game, there's definitely more variety and variables to make gameplay experience difference as a viewer or as a player. But I'm like, it's still Bungie's decision to, you know, uh, uh, put more of an effort into PvE or PvP. And I, like you said, uh, from, from you know, uh, mis, you know uh, misrepresenting what you said, I mean, they, they definitely need to you know, focus a little bit more on PVE because they've been neglecting it. PVE. Um, I just, I guess. I mean, I agree. Just annoying. I think PVE right now in Destiny 2 is absolute trash. Like, and I, and I it's a shame because, I mean, like I said, like, I, I normally, I'm more of a PVE player than PVP, but I've been playing PVP primarily because it's not fun doing like the strikes or just the PVE content. And I, 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 Part of it boils down to, to me at least, the bounties. Like they made it where like bound, like the bounty farming and the bounty is like everything. Where you want to get, you know, bright dust or you want to get like you know drops. Got to do bounties. Like that's it. Like you can't just, you know, how often do you get anything besides the stupid blue drop from just like a strike? Well, I was, you know, what I was gonna say though. 
well, I, I talked about this on Pod the other day. And Chabs, you can feel free to chime in if you want. I don't know. I don't want to leave you excluded in the conversation. But, like, freaking, uh, I, like, I agree with you, Adam. I think it's kind of annoying, like, because I think this, it was, like, during any kind of free event, bounties would be, like, the key thing to, to towards progression. But in my, in my opinion, which I think is ridiculous, I, I agree. Um, I think also, like, what if I enjoy bounties, right? Like, I mean, like, if you just keep them simple, you know what I mean? I just don't like the fact that because this kind of moves on into another conversation, but I just don't like the fact that you're you're basically forcing me to you're like so you're like halting my progression. And I know that's not like that's not a, a new concept or anything, but like I want to do as many bounties as I want. Why are you stopping me from playing your own game? I'll, I'm, I'm putting time in your game to earn in-game currency, to buy the bounties, to play the game some more, to get more things. Like, just who cares? Just let me have unlimited bounties. No, you can only have 10 bounties a day, and the reset is in 24 hours. I don't want to play. <laughs> Guardian. <laughs> I thought about Zavala, too. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, bro. Ty, what you think, yo? Because, I mean, I, I, I'm kind of curious what you think. Adam, we get back to you. I know. But, like, what do you think about this, like, you know, the limited progression or whatever, like, you know, the state of PvP, like, what's your, what's your thoughts, yo? I don't know. That's always... <laughs> I just, look, I just want to get in there and ape. Okay? Um, I don't know. I mean, my light level, I've acquired it by playing nothing but PvP. I don't really do raids. I don't really do much of anything PvE-related. Like Adam said, that's because it's boring um, and it's not invested. It's boring, exactly. It's boring. I hate it. Look, unless there's a gun that I really like, if somebody kicks my ass at, in a PvP game, and I see what they what they got, and I like it, and I do investigation and find out that it's a PvE weapon, then I'm gonna try and do PvE for that weapon, like the bygones. Yeah, go ahead. My fault. I. That's my it's my favorite pulse rifle. Bygones is my favorite pulse rifle. And then the one that I was rocking for a good while, uh the Badlander and then uh Mindspender's Ambition, like I had to do PvE, but I wanted them because I, I like them. I just want I, I mean uh, obviously there's there's nothing wrong with you know having the carrot at the end of the stick, but if the if the carrot is just like a weapon or just like one object, like I want replayability. I know that can always, but it's like once. I guess my point is, I think Bungie needs to figure out a better way to keep keep to keep us in their game besides PvP. Just like take PvP aside, when it comes to PvE, like like you said, Chobs, the only reason why you jump into PvE is if you wanted to get a certain weapon or something because someone was kicking you behind in PvP, which is ironic. But like, like let's say once you get mm-hmm. the gun, then you're done. You know what I mean? Like, of course, people say, well, you could go back and get different roles. I'm like, the RNG system is booting me. It's trash. And like, you don't get me started about, you know, oh, well, we, we just talked about bounties, right? So what if it's a certain bounty that's dedicated to get certain weapons? And, you know, you only could get one of those a week. I'm like... Bro, this is so stupid. Like, I want to play your game. I want to play your game. Why are you stopping me from playing your game? Oh, because of balance. Balance my butt. I don't want to hear that, bro. I want to balance. I want to play your game. Like, because I know, I, I, I'm sure, if memory serves me correctly, there was, I'm sure, some limiting, limiting factors or, you know, just some kind of limiter to prevent you from, I guess, getting too much of whatever in destiny one fine i'm sure there was but in terms of i'm thinking about progression just something simple when we did i was able to progress and get some of the stuff i wanted eventually uh slowly just by just doing strikes all the time and even like adam and i and i we talked about this before 
Destiny One Strikes was just fun to just run through. You know what I mean? I don't know, bro. Well, and again, like my main concern is um, they put all their stock in, like at least in the PVE side, everything into you know grinding for power level. Everything is focused on power, grinding for power level. Uh-huh. So now you have players literally hop on on Tuesday, you know, run the 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 powerfuls and the pinnacles and hop off and like wait until next week. Didn't Candle Cakes talk about oh, yeah. like give like a suggestion that like that streamer talking about like getting rid of like the power levels or is that Paul? I think I was talking to Paul about that. Maybe Paul. And there's also some like a streamer. I don't know. I think we should go back to Destiny One. Like how how often was power level ever a concern to you in Destiny One? When you did the raid, and that's it. Well, but not even that. But how you know how often you know because you you reached the cap fairly quickly and that's my point that's my point like that's the only time light level was ever really an issue for me for real for real is, is when i did the raid but that's when it was still fun and you had people uh, i agree with you bro it wasn't really a thing and now pve is just about getting that light level that is not fun to me like i, I think i stopped at like a thousand and fifty thousand fifty five i think i hit the hard cap and or i mean soft cap or what I don't know, whatever. I'm just like, this ain't fun. Yeah, I don't these to me, I don't like the soft cap, hard cap, pinnacle cap. I think it's way too ridiculous. I think they just need to go back to a simpler method and not have the power level grind so high. You know, because in their mind, I think it's one of those like, well, if everyone reaches the power cap within the first like, you know, couple weeks of the season, no one's gonna play. It's like, no, I will play the way I want to play. Isn't a- it's not going to be, oh, well, I have to do three Gambit matches because I need that pinnacle piece of gear. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, not- <sighs> I stopped. I never actually reached 1060 on any of my characters. I just stopped because I the RNG was not on my side. You know, I'm at, I think a 1059 on my Warlock. And I, I tried a couple weeks and the pinnacles kept dropping the same things. And I kept, you know, missing out on like one or two items. And I'm like, you know what? I don't care anymore. Like, what does 1060 matter to me? Being a 1060 versus a 1059 means nothing to me right now. I'm just not going to play the stupid gambit and the other things that I don't want to play because uh, it's annoying as shit. Instead, I'm going – I'm just going uh, to, you know, play what I want, and so be it if I'm a 1059. I just find it ironic that oh, – what were you going to say, Chad? My fault. Oh, I thought you like – Oh, I didn't say anything. Like in hell about to speak. <laughs> I freaking uh, – I just find it ironic that uh, years ago – uh, uh, Destiny, Bungie came out with like a Vidoc and they were talking about you know player uh, versatility <laughs> and talking about different ways to hit max level. You could do you could play solo, you could be in a group, you just don't have to, you know, do end game activity like race just to hit, you know, max light. I'm like, and in my mind, it didn't really register until like, you know, maybe like a year or so later, but I'm like like we just talked about why is light level really that important? Is I mean, like, how about we just enjoy the content, good, good stuff, and, like, go back to the Destiny 1 thing. Like, like I don't know. Maybe I need to do a comparison, but, like, I honestly, I just had a lot of fun. There was, like, grinding, but, like, light level wasn't really, like, it was, like you said, it was relatively easy to get to a certain light level, in my opinion. It wasn't, like, really annoying, and it wasn't really a lot of limiters, and I don't think, in terms of, like, just getting, only, only thing that was, like, stopping us from, like, hitting a certain light level in Destiny 1 was, I think, the raids, and I think maybe the Nightfall, but that was it. But for the most part, we were able to just grind strikes and do this and that. Even, and even though it was, even though RNG was crap, 
I think that's one of the things that I guess a lot of people excuse was even though the RNG was kind of crap, it was still fun to play the game because eventually, no matter the activity and how long you did it, you would eventually reach that certain, you know, light level and be able to do in-game activities in a competent matter, manner. And um, yeah, man, I'm just uh, like, I, I, I like, even we, since we're talking about strikes, I know Adam, now we, we talked about this. I know you don't play a lot of PVE jobs, but I think this is really cool. Um, well, number one, I mean, I, I think it just boils down to the boss fight, in my opinion. I think that's what determines if a strike is boring or not, for the most part, is the end. Because uh, Adam, you know, made a good suggestion talking about how in Destiny 1, there was the Undying Mine, right? So for those of y'all that didn't play Destiny 1 that are listening, there's a Destiny 1 strike called the Undying Mine. It was a base, it was a Vex Hydra with like three shields that would constantly rotate. And there, there was never like an immunity period. Like they were all, they were, the reason why the boss fight was so fun is because we were constantly busy and we're not held back by dumb mechanics that don't really make any sense. Because nowadays in Destiny, <clears throat> Destiny Two, we uh, there's mechanics in place to stop us from killing a boss quick, just to stop us from killing a boss quick. It doesn't really make any sense. Back, you know, in this in, in this strike, <laughs> except except for that one strike where. Um... You're you're um, in the cabal in the in the forest oh, yeah. in the in never-ending forest. Well, yeah. In always, when he first comes there, go in there and just go ham and kill him right there. Found ways around it, but again, so and well, the main thing, Wayne, what I was saying is, in Destiny One, most of the time there was never a period where you just could do boss damage. Like so now, like if you think about it, the boss appears. You do, I don't know, five or ten seconds of damage. You crush them either you either you're really, really high weapons and light, and you can just kill them immediately. But they try to, you know, have curbed that to try to make it so you can't. So then usually they go immune. And then it's just a wave or two of ads. And then the boss is not immune. You can shoot the boss. And then a wave or two of ads. And then the boss. Like, but it's like back and forth. Why, like, why instead of that? There's just always ads. They're just always spawning. So it's ne- you're never going to be able to kill all the ads. Now, you might be able to like call them a little bit so there's less ads and you can try to focus on the boss. But it's not like, oh, hey, there's you know these 20 ads we killed and now no more are going to spawn until we do a third of boss damage. Yeah, that's boring as I don't understand why that's like a thing in like almost every strike in D2 where it's like, I don't know. It's just really annoying to me where they they do that, and then there's um, and then and then they try to do like make it that way where if you think about most of the boss fights, there's very little cover in almost all of them, and so you know it just makes it weird. Like again, some of the hardest strikes in D one, like I remember Omnigal. Mm-hmm really hard now i know eventually omnigold did go to the phased fight in like the very end but the original omnigold was not um but it was very difficult because of that room and everything and just there was thrall always and then exploder thralls and it was you always you basically had to have someone focusing on ads like the entire time if not more than one like it was not uh again kill 20 thrall and then you know chunk omnigold and then kill um you know more ads and then chunk omnigold like it was, there was a lot more strategy involved in 
the actual boss fights and just staying alive. Like it was hard to stay alive. Like most of the boss fights now, it's not whether or not we can stay alive. It's can we kill him before he goes immune? Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> like that's like the challenge now. It's can we put on the right loadout to do enough damage before he goes immune? <laughs> that was never like the concern back in the day. The concern was, will we even like you know? Can we do it without dying? Like some of the bosses were very challenging. You know, uh, even like the Dark Blade that was challenging down there. It was hard to see. He appeared out of nowhere, would just start slamming down, and then he would disappear, and then like appear. Like it was scary. And I was gonna say the cool thing is, even with that fight, someone can say, "Oh well, he disappeared and he reappeared." Right? No, I mean he would reappear and disappear. It don't really matter if there was ads on the field or not. Now maybe if the if, if it wasn't like oh you did enough damage, it was a time thing where he'd be on the field for like I don't know five or ten seconds and then disappear for like five seconds and come back. It wasn't like a oh well I did you know twenty five percent damage. He's just gone for a while. <clears throat> it's you don't even have to damage him. Like he'll just disappear when he disappears because of the time like and, and i don't know if it was an actual set time it was probably random where it was like an algorithm where maybe two seconds this time then like eight seconds and five like whatever yeah, yeah but regardless of the case it provided enough variance in atmosphere combined with the ads that's what made it fun and i like you said before uh all those examples most if not all destiny one strikes in my opinion, you know, uh, were fun basically because of the end. And also the end fight was engaging and fun because there was something always to do. It's not like this weird dynamic. And that was a great, <laughs> that's actually a great thing you said talking about. It's not about, if, if it's not about, are we going to survive this, this strike boss at the end? No, it, it's, it's <laughs> how fast can we kill him before he goes immune? <laughs> that's good. <laughs> and that is the Literally everyone, that's what the loadouts are about now. Like it's, we're not, you know, hey, I need to make sure we have, we coordinate our loadouts so we can like survive. And now some people say, it's like, well, that's what the nightfall is for. All right, cool. But that's like, I mean, how many times am I going to do the same nightfall a, a single week where strikes are, you know, random. And so it's one of those that's, you know, it can be a lot more fun and engaging, but they just, again, like they just made the bosses very very weird to me in D2. And like, I don't know, I don't know why. Well, I was going to say, so, uh, and it's part of it, they, they didn't up the light at all. Like, they kept them at 750. And I mean, very few of any guardians are, you know, at 750, unless they're like new light or just haven't played in a long time. Like, everyone is now probably, you know, close to the soft cap if they've been playing uh, and they haven't like taken a hiatus. So, like, and then they're like, well, but we capped the power level. So, you know, even though it's a 750 strike, you know, you're really only like an 800. It's like, well, then why the hell keep it out of a 750? Right. Like, it's just so confusing to me. It's like, if you're going to cap our light anyways <laughs> going into these things where, you know, we can't actually be that, like, then why is it even there? Like, why is it a 750? Right. I was going to, actually, that's actually interesting you say that. Like, well, before I even get to that, I was, well, Actually, yeah, I'm just going to say it. I was going to say, I find it ironic to put so much emphasis on, like, light level and we need the ground for the light. But when we do a strike boss that's, like, old, we don't even melt the guy. doesn't even matter. He can just – I don't even feel powerful. And he, you can just, like, re when you reverse it, it's like we're, we're getting more powerful and powerful, but we're still, like, the same weak sauce guardian. Like, like honestly, we can we – can, we can, we, like, we, can, we can take current level guardians now, go back to D1 – Fight Zavala, no, Valata Ark, whatever that giant cabal dude, 
that's like super old and he probably just like one one stomp us if we get close enough i know that sounds silly and it's absurd but i'm like this whole light level thing and getting powerful it just i, I don't feel it and i just find it ironic that so much emphasis and importance is on getting light level and getting quote unquote more powerful but it's not really even being reflected when we fight certain enemies you know what i mean no, the only thing that matters is for like Grandmaster Nightfalls, which even that they capture power, Bur- so you can only go so Cal- high. And then things like Trials and Iron Banner, which I mean, don't get me started on. I don't understand why competitive game or PvP modes have light anyway. I don't know. Have to have a light cap because I don't even give a fuck mm-hmm. if we talk about that for real. But like, I was gonna say one cool thing regarding strikes because I I like that old concept where there's no immunity period. Like I'm not saying like I told Adam before because Chubbs you weren't here for this, but I I I don't mind that there's a mechanic okay. in the boss fight to to I guess divert your attention from the boss per se. The problem is if he just goes immune, then we don't even need we don't have to worry about him. It's just you know like like Adam said, kill ads. Then kill the boss, do a certain amount of damage, goes immune, kill ads, da da da. I mean, whatever. That's not very fun. So if we go back to the old Destiny One way, where there's just a constant flow of ads, the boss is always available. That's that's fun in itself because there's always something to do. We can strategize, and the main focus is just staying alive and trying to complement each other based off the the fight, the mechanics, the loadout whatever right now for this one I, I suggest that we can keep the d1 ways in terms of like the boss fights and like the flow of it of constant ads and the boss never leaves and he's always he's not immune we can include cool mechanics that make sense to, to also give us a benefit so as an example like i told adam uh yesterday let's say we're fighting a boss right and there's a constant flow of ads well a mechanic comes in place that actually gives the boss a shield, but he's not immune. The damage we do to him is just weaker, but we, we can still shoot him if we want to, you know what I mean? But the cool thing is, here's the incentive to actually perform the mechanic. If we perform the mechanic properly, we're actually rewarded and not only getting rid of, get, getting rid of the quote-unquote shield, but we're able to do bonus damage for like 10, maybe like five seconds. You know what I mean? So there's a reward at the end of it. Not the, the, the reward is not only getting rid of the shield so we could do the damage we were doing before, but also we can actually melt the boss if we do it correctly or precisely in a certain kind of way. And I think that's why, or even, even if we do certain things, it actually changes the boss fight mechanic completely. Now, a lot of people don't remember this, and there's a lot of people that, even people that played D1 didn't even know this. I didn't know this until later on. Adam, I think you'll remember this. Let me know, Chobs, if you ever even did this or remember this. Do you guys remember the Shield Brothers strike? You guys remember that? Mm-hmm. Okay, Chobs, do you remember the Shield Brothers strike? Okay, I guess not. All right, so <laughs> there, the, so it, 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 it was a Taken King strike where basically you're fighting two Cabal brothers, and one of them was a very aggressive one and one was very passive. That would shoot, you know, like missiles at you from afar. Another one would actually push you and actually try to charge you. The cool thing is, if you killed one before the other, the uh, uh, one, the the brothers, the one of the brothers would absorb the other brother's abilities. So if you happen, to, I'm here. Did she just disconnect? I don't oh, know. Okay. Oh, you. I think she disconnected and reconnected. Oh, okay. Um, when uh, mm-hmm, we're, we're mm-hmm. talking about yeah, the yeah, Shield yeah. Brother strike, Chops, do you remember that? I remember sitting on a okay, little so, corner uh, and putting my bubble was... and just shooting the crap out of him. 
right. Well, well, I was going to say, this is something else that we can also incorporate in terms of like mechanics that can like just change the whole fight and dynamic and even behavior of the bosses. Because I think this was the only one that actually did. Well, besides Alakul, I guess you can make him angry and he'll charge you. But that's, you know, that's kind of basic. But for this one with the two that brothers, like I said before, one was, ag- that was fun. One was aggressive and one was passive. But the cool thing is, depending upon which brother you killed first, the other brother that was a lot that was left alive will actually absorb the 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 other brother's abilities. So normally we would kill the aggressive one because that's the one that's always in our face, right? Well, not only the the other brother, the one that would shoot missiles at us, he would actually jump mm-hmm. up and slam the ground like the other brother would. But I, I didn't know this at the time. Uh, we, we decided to uh, kill the uh, the passive brother first. And the, the aggressive brother not only was charging us, but he had missiles that he was spam, like actual missiles, like tracking missiles. So that would that made the the fight so much more exciting and just different. Like I, I, honestly, I, I think like uh, B- Bungie needs to like really, you know, get their vision and goal straight in terms of like I, I mean I know we're just talking about strikes, but like PVE in general, but, like. I think we all want to play more PVE if you make it interesting enough. I actually if you enjoyed the PVE in I'm Destiny saying, 1. I was a big PVE girl in Destiny 1. I, I didn't even know that. Like, I, 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 I thought you were just like, well, I mentioned PVP. So I guess maybe like, you know, I just really wouldn't know. We didn't really do much PVE activity. I was like, what was your favorite thing? I was like PVE? the girl that, really you matter? know, would play all three characters and be like, hey, Chops, I need you to bring in your warlock. Or, you know, because I used to play all three characters, and I went flawless in all three characters. But it was a different time. It was more fun compared to Destiny 2. That's when I really got into PvP and freaking Destiny 1. Because you had no choice. You know, but yeah, I was... I was that girl they called in for whatever, the warlock or the... Mainly the warlock and the hunter. Titan, they just and yeah. hey, we yeah. we need tops, dude, and they will put somebody off the freaking fire team so I can be in there. I was an MVP, bro. <laughs> I was the goat. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, though. No, I I do miss those times, though. I agree with you. I do miss those times where, like, if we want to play some PVE, we can get together and just like our choices actually mattered. And um, like now, it's just like you know, I just don't like being told, like, basically how to play the game like oh you need to bring this sniper rifle because obviously we did have that in uh destiny one with the galahorn issue where people would just boot you if you didn't <laughs> for crota so like for crota like i guess for people that are listening if you never played destiny one there was a, a raid boss called crota and there was a mechanic where you would only way to do damage was to hurt him with a with a hive sword we had to get close to this dude and actually do damage to him conventional weapons wouldn't actually hurt him it would just put him down so the 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 whole point was to put him down as quickly and effectively as possible because if we didn't do enough conventional kinetic damage then his shield would never go down his shield would regenerate too quickly and we're just wasting ammo and time right so the best way to do it was to find a weapon that could take away his shield as quick as possible that way you know we don't have to like you know, waste wolf pack rounds, baby. I know. Honestly, and I'm I'm gonna be real with you. Like before, I was like so hardcore about it. I don't. I wouldn't even care if they brought back Gallahorn. Like I really don't care. They could bring back all the old weapons. Like I, I know. I said before. Like I prefer if they continue to make continue to make new weapons. Of course, I would prefer that. 
And I know I remember like way back, I talked about like some of the old D1 weapons that I think were unique enough that weren't sold. The ways of What's up? In the ways, the of, ways old. of old. I, I think that like if 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 you if if you don't make the primary I don't know. Like in terms of uniqueness, if Destiny just never like changes in terms of in terms of its PVE side, like if it just never changes and and just if it never evolves into anything crazy, I figure like why don't you just you know make things more about uniqueness instead of just like power. You know what I mean? I don't know because I don't know. I just want to play more PVE, man. Like I miss that. Like I really enjoyed. Like I think that was one of the highlights for me. I mean, besides PVP, because I, I, I'm, it's funny. Chobs, you probably didn't notice about me. I hated PvP. Like, I was definitely a PvE person. Like, I, I hated PvE. Yeah, I, I, I love PvE. I, that's all I played when I, when I got to Destiny. I never was really a competitive player in any means, in any kind of game. Um, but I started playing PvP because I was bored. <laughs> and then, of course, you got good at it. But, like, I mean, I know it's a hybrid game, and I'm not saying uh, Bungie shouldn't, you know, prioritize, you know, the PvP side either, but there just needs to be a balance. And right now, there's no real, in my opinion, there's no real replayability on the PVE side other than just to get a gun and then move on. Or like, because once I obtain the item, you move on. And then on top of it, too, you're limiting how you're, you're not, you're, it's not you're limiting how long I can play or what I can play in PVE. You're just limiting the reward track, per se. Like, oh, well, I think I said this like last time when it comes to like strikes. Like, in terms of getting rewards, right? Like, because since we're all about progressing, like, with the light or whatever, I think that's the only reason why there's, there's limiting factors is because there's, a, there's, there's light. Light is a thing. So if there was no light, like, it just bothered me that, you know, I, I wanted to do a strike. What if I want to do strikes? Get re- if I wanted to do rewards to do strikes, and I, I, I need to do this thing, right? I need to do three strikes to get this high-end reward. But on top of it, too, I need to make sure that the my 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 uh, subclass matches the burn of the strike. And once I get the reward, I mean, I, there's no there's no more progress. There's no more progression. I'm not going to get uh, any rewards that are going to grant me, you know, higher light level status. And the thing I get could be trash or a duplicate. You know what I mean? So <laughs> trash. So I'm sorry. like, I I hate you. Nothing. I'm sorry. Oh, what's up? <laughs> No, no it's something else is happening. I'm trying to. Let's go. Let's oh. go. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. That's all I gotta say. I'm just rambling, just to ramble. I'm 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 excited about the game. It's coming from a place of passion, but at the same time, like you know, my expectations. Like I said earlier in the podcast, I'm just uh, my expectations are kind of low. I'm just gonna accept the game for what it is, and I'm just gonna focus on just having fun. And you know, doing that. I mean, I, the, the Destiny won't be the only game I play. It just, it's, it's just not going to be like that anymore. Uh, but I'm, I, I'm definitely looking forward to uh, Beyond Light. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So, okay, the, the Adam or Chobs, uh, uh, I want to like say anything or no, nothing. I'm just excited. Out, I, I can't wait for. Well, for me, it won't be on Tuesday. For me, it's going to be like Wednesday when I'm off to to play and do my first okay. stream. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna be off Tuesday. Yeah, okay. Adam, did you want to say anything? Because we've been streaming for over an hour. No, I think I'm good. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in to uh, the non-obs for days. <laughs> right. 
Right, it's no longer ours for day. But thanks for coming in. I guess uh, for the first, you know, unofficial, I guess, uh, Last Hope Radio podcast episode. Uh, we're excited to start recording next week and actually start discussing some ideas and just getting into the content. We're excited, and we hope you're excited too. And until next bye time, bye. we'll see you next week.